The New York Knicks had a relatively quiet offseason. They signed Dante DiVincenzo in free agency, re-signed Josh Hart, added a few two-way players, and traded away Obi Toppin. Other than that, they really didn't make any other moves to help improve their roster. And that tells me a lot. It tells me that the New York Knicks are looking from leaps and jumps from some of their young players in Emmanuel Quickly, Quentin Grimes, and R.J. Barrett. But it also tells me that they're looking for more from their leaders in Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. And speaking about Randle, he was recently seen in the gym with assistant head coach Johnny Bryant, and apparently, Bryant has been pushing Randle to new levels with his game. Not only that, but it seems like the New York Knicks have officially let go of a former draft pick. We're also going to look at when the NBA trade deadline is, because that's going to be an important date, not only for the New York Knicks, but for every NBA team around the league. We're going to look into this and so much more today. Let's get started. Johnny Bryant, assistant head coach for the New York Knicks, has apparently been pushing Randall to new levels. Now, Randall had ankle surgery earlier in the offseason, so clearly he's been working on his game, working out a lot more, and trying to get back into game shape, getting ready for training camp, which is in a few weeks. So because of that, a lot of players and a lot of people that he's been working out with have been pushing him to be better, to be back to the Randall that we used to know, but not only that, elevate his game even further and push past his limits. And in a recent workout video, Randall basically stated that Johnny Bryant was pushing him extremely hard. Roll the clip. Check it out. What this man right here do to me is criminal. Criminal. They should put you in jail. I didn't do anything. They should put you in jail. I missed you. What a great clip and moment there between Julius Randle and Johnny Bryant. You can tell they have a good relationship. But honestly, Johnny Bryant has that type of relationship with nearly every New York Knicks player and nearly every player that he comes into contact with. He had a great relationship at one point with Donovan Mitchell. So it's clear with player relations, Johnny Bryant for the New York Knicks is the go-to person. That is absolutely clear. But not only that, he has been pushing Randall to clearly new levels and new heights. Randall even said, jokingly obviously, that what this man does to me, speaking about Johnny Bryant, is criminal. Because he's pushing him harder and harder, more and more each and every day to push past his limits, push past that surgery, get back to being the Randall that we know and love. But not only that, push past his limits so he can become an even better Randall for next season. I said at the top of the show... The New York Knicks really added Dante DiVincenzo as that next shot creator, passer, and scorer. Other than that, we're going to need to get leaps from Quentin Grimes, RJ Barrett, and Emmanuel Quickly to help fill in that need for shooting. But if Randall can also take a next step in his game, pass a little bit more, play more bully ball inside, shoot the three with a little bit more efficiency, not only his game, but the New York Knicks entirely can get better overall if Randall takes a little bit more of a jump and stays more consistent with his game. A lot of people are asking me, can Julius Randall do it? Is it sustainable? Well, I think that Julius Randall really hasn't been the Julius Randall the New York Knicks needed ever since he's been with the New York Knicks because he's had to take on different roles. Be the scorer, be the passer, be the guy who does everything, be the second in command. What he really needs to do is carve out what his new role with the New York Knicks needs to be. Obviously, with the talent that we have on this roster, him playing heavy iso ball 
isn't the way to maximize his abilities or help this roster. Really, and I've argued this before, if you put Randall as a pass first player more than a score first player, I think the New York Knicks will be unlocked and they'll play even better basketball. But let's go back to Johnny Bryant because I think that means a lot in terms of Julius Randall working out with him and what it says about his relationship with players around the league. He's not the only one that works out with Johnny Bryant. RJ Barrett, Jalen Brunson, all of these people have been caught at a time and again working out with Johnny Bryant. And that means that Johnny Bryant is good at what he does, but also that he has the trust and the respect of the players. And if you have that as a New York Knicks employee on this roster, it means so much to you, your credibility, and how far your sway and your reach and your voice goes. And even though Johnny Bryant isn't part of the new big three with Leon Rose, William Wesley, and Gerson Rosas, I would argue that his voice still goes a long way. What he says matters. And not only that, because of the close personal relationship we has with each and every one of these players, it's actually putting him a little bit further ahead in terms of if, let's say perhaps one day, Tom Thibodeau potentially hangs it up and gives up being the Knicks head coach and the Knicks don't want to go outside to seek somebody, they could absolutely elevate Johnny Bryant to that head coach position. And the main reason for that is because he's been here, he understands the system, he understands the players, and key, he has the relationships. And because he does this with Randall, with RJ, with Brunson, with nearly every single New York Knicks player, they all love, appreciate, respect, and most importantly, trust him. And as a head coach in this league, you need to have your players trust more than anything else. Because if you have that, you might be in store for a very successful season. And I think the New York Knicks, Johnny Bryant, Tom Thibodeau, that entire coaching staff is looking to upgrade for next season. It's one of the main reasons Julius is working out with Johnny Bryant because he knows he has to push himself beyond his limits further than he ever could before because he needs to step up for this New York Knicks team like nobody else has done before. Not only him, Jalen Brunson has to, Quentin Grimes has to, RJ Barrett has to, Emmanuel Quickly has to. There are some players on the New York Knicks that I'm sure Tom Thibodeau is looking at, a lot of New York Knicks fans are looking at, especially myself, I'm looking at, to see if they can take a leap, a jump, and increase their game to an extent that nobody ever saw before. I just really hope that because of Johnny Bryant, his training with Julius Randle, everything Randle has been doing in the offseason, watching film, preparing, getting better for training camp, getting better for preseason, trying to be locked in and focused for the season, I can't wait to see the Julius Randle that we get to see as soon as training camp starts in a few weeks. But let's go on to another topic here. It seems that former New York Knicks player Trevor Keels has joined Minnesota. Now, if you've been following the story with Trevor Keels, he was a former New York Knicks draft pick. He was picked in the second round. They had rights to him. Over the summer, they actually released him so they could actually make room for other two-way players because he was on a two-way contract. But after that, they did retain his G League rights. But according to the Westchester Knicks, the Westchester Knicks actually acquired the returning player rights to Matt Lewis and a 2024 first-round pick from the Iowa Wolves in exchange for the returning player rights to Trevor Keels. And according to John Kroninsky from The Athletic, he states that the Timberwolves have reached an agreement with Trevor Keels on a contract for training camp. And again, Keels is a former McDonald's All-American from Duke. He had a two-way deal, as I said before, with the New York Knicks last season. 
but unfortunately now he has no deal with the New York Knicks and he currently is on a training camp deal for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now this is not really a major story, but the reason I wanted to talk about it is because of one main reason. The New York Knicks clearly had a draft pick with Trevor Keels. They have other draft picks overseas, Rokas Jokobitis. And again, in some draft cases, they've actually skipped the draft and not made any draft selections. One of the things for the New York Knicks that I gotta say is, even though they've been making smart decisions with contracts, signing people that they need, and also looking to upgrade their roster, one thing I can clearly say is, in terms of drafting players, developing players, and upgrading players, apart from some players like Quentin Grimes and Emmanuel Quickly, to an extent RJ Barrett, I could say that the Knicks haven't really picked up a lot of new players recently and haven't looked to develop a lot of new players recently. Trevor Keels is one of those examples. I'm not saying he was supposed to be the next coming for the New York Knicks, but he was your draft pick. He was in the second round. He played for Westchester. He played on the summer league. I think we owed it to Trevor Keels in a lot of respects to help increase his game, develop his game, and elevate his game. So hopefully one day he could be a contributing factor for the New York Knicks. Unfortunately, that time never came. We never did that. And of course, like the athletics journalist stated here, the Timberwolves have signed and reached an agreement with Trevor Keels on a contract for training camp. I'm not really going to miss Trevor Keels too much, but what I am going to miss, and I hope the New York Knicks can correct this, is the New York Knicks drafting, developing, and unlocking players. I actually miss that for the New York Knicks because that's how you keep a core and a lot of the players that you like together while also trading for stars or key pieces that help your roster elevate. When you can draft young players, you can develop them, showcase what they can do, but maybe you don't need them for your roster, but you can let other teams that might need that type of player for their roster see what he can do, you increase that player's value and you can help build a trade around that player or a few players like him to facilitate a trade for a star or a very good key piece that can help this Knicks team thrive and take it to the next level. That's why drafting is so important. And that's why I wanted to mention this Trevor Keels story. Shout out to Keels. He was a professional for his entire time with the New York Knicks. I wish him well with Minnesota. I hope he does well on that training camp deal. And who knows, maybe one day we'll see Trevor Keels in the NBA. But one thing's for certain, and in my opinion, I believe it's true. We're not going to see that moment happen with the New York Knicks. When is the NBA trade deadline? A lot of New York Knicks fans and NBA fans alike actually have this question. And it is an important question to know and understand. Because the New York Knicks especially are likely not going to make a move headed into training camp in a few weeks. So because of that, everybody is looking at what they could potentially do during the season and next season. So when is the trade deadline for next season? Shout out to Daily Knicks for reporting the following. Really appreciate the information. So according to them, the 2024 NBA trade deadline is at 3 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, February 8th. It isn't unusual for a couple of trades to be announced after the trade deadline as teams scramble to make last minute moves. That's an important date to note. And for the New York Knicks, it may be a date that could change everything. The New York Knicks still have not traded for that superstar. There are still a lot of stars that may become disgruntled around the league. And the New York Knicks look like they're going to remain patient with their assets, patient in terms of building out this roster, and are going to stay committed to their cause of adding a star player or superstar player for the right price that they want to pay. And if the price is too expensive or it's not the right player, 
they're not going to go after them. I think we've seen time and time again, Leon Rose do this. So I think it's something that we can look at now and believe. Every star is likely not going to come to the New York Knicks. And every star package that another team wants may not be the package that Leon Rose is okay and comfortable with giving them. And we have to remember that. As mentioned, the trade deadline is on February 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And that's a time that New York Knicks fans are going to want to watch. I'm not saying the New York Knicks are guaranteed to make a move, but depending on how their season goes, how certain players react, respond, elevate their game or not, and depending on which stars around the league may potentially be disgruntled and want to ask out, the New York Knicks may pounce on the opportunity to trade for one of those stars and utilize one of the players that they have on their team to do so. And I'm sure they would jump at the chance to get a superstar for Emmanuel quickly. But will Emmanuel quickly and his game elevate enough this season to net the New York Knicks that star or superstar player? Really only time will tell. But I'm going to be watching the NBA season and the New York Knicks season very, very closely. And I'm going to be watching what moves and decisions they're going to be making up to the trade deadline of next season. I can't wait to see what happens because one thing's for sure. Fireworks are sure to spark. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.